Thank you for listening to the Power Shift Mindset. We'll be discussing techniques, concepts, and strategies to help you achieve the success and happiness you're looking for. Hey guys, it's Coach Jay, and this week I have Jen back with me, filling in for Shruti, and we're going to revisit my favorite episode, The Importance of Rest. We're going to talk about how rest is important physically, mentally, and emotionally. Hey guys, it's Coach Jay, and this week I have Jen back with me, and we're going to in part revisit The Importance of Rest. Uh, when I tell friends and, and people that I know that I have a podcast or if I meet someone new and I'm just talking about my coaching in general, I'll, I'll mention the podcast. And my favorite episode is episode seven, and it's the importance of rest. And a lot of people will do whatever they do on a, a weekend or on a Saturday. And it's that first nice sunny Saturday of the year. And they decide, you know what, I'm not going to rake the leaves. I'm going to sit down with my my iced tea or my adult beverage and just rest on the patio or whatever. And then the next day, there's that little feeling of guilt that I was, I was lazy yesterday, or I skipped the workout. I was lazy. And there's so much more to it. And the importance of rest is extremely important. And Jen and I are going to discuss this. And I'm also going to use her as an example. Um, obviously, you guys know that I'm good friends with Jen. Uh, I'm virtually training her, uh, working on her workouts when I've gone out to visit. And we've done some checkups. We do the one rep max and see her progress. Um, and there's times where she'll beat herself up and she actually just shared a, a shared post. She had posted something six years ago. So a good four years before we even met online, uh, it was a, a quote about how we all need rest mentally, physically, emotionally, and that it's not skipping and it's not just avoiding stuff. And so even six years ago, she had this mentality of, how important rest is, yet she still struggles with it. And, and Jen, what's your take on this? And how do you feel that you've been progressing, accepting when you need to rest, when you have that day where you just can't do it and you can't do your workout or whatever it might be? It's getting easier to accept and not beat myself up when I do take that rest day. I still struggle with it, especially if I've had a rest day recently or it was an off day for my workouts. I usually do, you know, do a workout Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And so Saturdays and Sundays are my workout quote unquote rest days, but I'm not necessarily resting. I mean, those are the days that, you know, I'm catching up on laundry, I'm scrubbing the house and doing things along those lines. And so I don't necessarily look at those as a rest day, just not necessarily a workout day. But when it comes Monday morning, if I am struggling and arguing with myself whether or not I should actually get up and do my workout, one of the arguments I usually say is, yeah, but you didn't work out in, since Friday. You really should get your hiney down to the gym and, and do that workout. But then I remind myself, yes, but you also scrubbed your place from wall to wall, floor to ceiling. That's just because it's not a, a structured weight workout and so many reps of this, trust me, so many reps of mopping the floor back and forth can, can at times be more of a workout than bicep curls, personally, if, you know, especially if you're down on your hands and knees mopping, but that's besides the point on that. But I, I do, I, I still struggle. I, I still struggle with, with the rest and looking at mentally looking at the rest of my schedule for the week. And if I work out Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and I don't do my workout on Monday, am I going to throw my schedule off and do a workout on Tuesday? Or am I going to take that extra rest day and not 
mess up my schedule and then not do a workout till Wednesday. It's, it's still back and forth, but I am accepting it more, especially when I stretch in the morning and my hamstrings are like, Nope, uh, uh-uh, lady, sorry. You need to give us a slight rest, stretch us more today. Don't strengthen us today. Well, you mentioned how doing the, the housework and you took the time off from your workout uh, and there's other podcasts and coaching podcasts, whether they be fitness or, or mental coaching. And they talk about how you'll go to do your workout with the trainer on Monday and, and you're exhausted and you're like, well, did you work out at all? No, you told me not to go for a run. You told me not to do this. I didn't do anything, but I'm really beaten. My watch says I burned X amount of calories and blah, blah, blah. Well, what did you do? Well, I mean, I just mowed the lawn and they might've had a solid half acre lawn that they do with a push mower and they had to go to Costco's and they went up and down every aisle, which could be a mile walk by the time you're done with that. And it's all the stuff that you just did around the house. Like you said, you're, you're mopping the floors. And if you have a a big enough house that adds into it, next thing you know, you did five miles worth of walking between mowing your lawn, going to Costco's doing this. maybe you have a dog that you just took for a simple walk that you don't consider to be a workout walk, but it still gets added into everything. And sometimes that housework is more work on the body, even though it's not a dedicated workout. And and sometimes we just do need the rest from, from everything. And sometimes it is simply sit down and put your feet up. And, and, and I had that with my exercise physiologist where she said, no, we're not talking active rest. I'm not saying take the day off from the gym, take the day off from your run, but go for a hike. No, I'm saying put your butt in the couch, put your feet up and put a movie on. And sometimes we need to do that, not only physically, but mentally and emotionally. Yes. Yes. Mentally and emotionally, especially, I mean, they, we, unfortunately, those two aspects of our, of our health have a tendency to be overlooked. We look at the physical health, the physical activity. We don't think about that super rough conversation we had with someone in the middle of the week that set us off and, and had us, you know, ranting and raving and wanting to you know, throw pillows. We don't, we don't think about that, but well, we don't think about that as, as being a workout, but if it's still affecting you two, three days later, and you're still grumbling about it, then obviously that was a, a mental and an emotional workout that you're going to have to take a rest from. Sometimes the rest from that is getting yourself to the gym, sweating it out, working it out. But sometimes it's also just the sitting down on the couch, putting on a funny movie and getting getting past it yeah well, like you said it. sometimes you got to put on that funny movie and don't dig too deep into netflix on one that's going to stress you out even more <laughs> yeah yeah and netflix could do that really 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 bad well I, i'm gonna go on I, i'll go on something i mean, slightly personal for you and, and you discussed it you were on the episode that we've talked about dealing with adversity and we talk about resting physically but sometimes mentally and emotionally will, will stress us out. And we've all gotten that phone call about our car warranty expiring. And you recently got a, a, a message about your warranty expiring. And now you might not have been physically tired, but it, it kind of emotionally and psychologically hit you to the point where you couldn't like focus on physically doing a workout. It just kind of like kind of knocked you off course for, for 36 to 48 hours. Uh, it, if you, so if you really kind of want to explain did. that and how, how that just kind of affects you. It, it really truly did. We all, 
I know many, many people like to joke about how our body warranty expires at, you know, age 45 or 50, or, you know, my the warranty's expired, my knees have gone out. But it's completely different when you do truly get a, a text from a your medical device manufacturer that your warranty is expiring in three weeks. And would you like to upgrade? I wear an insulin pump. I use an insulin pump to help manage my type one diabetes and my warranty is up on it coming up in the beginning of May. And that it, it completely struck me odd. I, I, I knew it was coming up. I know these don't, they don't last forever. They are a mechanical device, but it was just weird. I was like, well, whoa, 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 wait a minute. I have attached to this thing 24 seven and it's expiring. And I did, I was walking around the office and laughing. I'm like, yeah, my, I, my body's truly expiring. My warranty's up. Um, and it, it did, it's, it's thrown me, it's thrown me for a little bit of a loop. I am in the process of getting a new one with a full warranty on it, but also trying to time that with insurance coverages and deductibles and wondering if there is a newer model out there. Do I, do I wait for a new, newer model? Do I go so many years without a warranty? If it happens to break, then I have to do something all on my own without it being covered. Do I suck it up and get an identical one of what I have knowing that it's a I will have another five-year warranty or do I, you know, so there's, there's a lot of mental, emotional, and in this particular aspect, physical thoughts that have to go through it. You know, do, do I risk a, a pump malfunctioning outside of warranty and having to pay for a new one out of pocket? Do I wait for newer technology and risk that? Do I delay myself getting newer technology by not having a body part that's out of warranty? It's, it, it, it has, it has, it's thrown me for a loop. Um, I'll work through it. I'm, I, it's one of those, I, I like staying alive. Staying alive is very important to me and those around me. So I will get a new pump, but yeah, it did. It, it, as you can obviously tell, it, it still has me thrown off a little bit. Well, you, you know, I like to use the, the health tripod and talk about the physical, mental, and emotional legs of that tripod. And, and there's been many discussions. We've mentioned it on the podcast many times, and a lot of people have put it out there that within our medical insurance, we have a yearly physical. I mean, no one questions when you're going to the doctor for your physical. No one questions when you're going to the dentist for that and the, the cleaning every six months. But if you ever say you're going for therapy or counseling or anything psychological, it's, wait, what's wrong? Why haven't we gotten to the point where the mental and emotional health is just as important as the physical and where that's accepted? And we all tend to rest physically. And, you know, for me, one of my favorite things to, to rest is by going backpacking. I go out and I recharge and I go on the, on, often on the Appalachian Trail and spend the week in the woods. Um, I mean, recently, when, when I was in Vegas for the, for the Vegas shoot, you and I went and across the street from the hotel for, for some pizza and you had a friend join who was, who was meeting me and didn't realize it. And, and we were just talking and I mentioned the health tripod and he goes, wait, this is him where he associated me with the, with the podcast that you have shared with him. And it's one of those things where, I mean, how, how do you think we can get people in general to accept that it's okay to rest 
psychologically and emotionally that it always doesn't need to be my body is physically tired and I can't do this. I mean, you might feel strong as an ox waking up tomorrow morning, ready for your Monday morning workout, yet something hit you emotionally over the weekend, something stressed you out and your mind might not be ready to do it. Your emotions might not be ready to do it. And it's okay to rest that way just because you feel physically strong and doesn't mean all three legs of that tripod are healthy enough to do that workout. No, there are times I have ran into that exact thing. I've woken up on a Monday morning and physically ready for my workout, but my mind wasn't in it. And I knew that if I tried, I would not be focused. I would not be paying attention to my form or what I was doing. And I could physically injure myself. So I did have to make a conscious effort and a conscious decision to, okay, don't, don't go do the workout, sit there on the floor, stretch your legs a little bit longer, enjoy that cup of coffee a little bit longer, let the cat come up and get more attention. Like he, he wants to do usually as I'm walking out the door, but that way I didn't physically injure myself. I could have physically done the workout, but I wasn't mentally prepared for it. I wasn't in a place where I could, where I felt like I was safe doing it and not safe. Like I was going to intentionally hurt myself, but how many of us have been driving home? And by the time we get home, we are like, okay, wait a minute. I don't remember seeing any traffic or anything like that because our mind is so someplace else. We were just on autopilot to get home. And it's not exactly the safest thing to do while you're driving, but it's also not the safest thing to do when you're, when you have weights in your hands and you're doing shoulder presses or anything like that, you can drop them, pull something hurts, you know, hurt yourself. And we have, we have to be focused for that. So how do we go about making it more acceptable for a mentally emotional break? We, we, we take them, we take them ourselves. We encourage our friends and our family when we see where they're seem to be having a, a struggling a day for whatever reason, you know, sit down with them, go grab them an ice cream cone or say, Hey, you know what? Let's, let's sit here. And, and I, I want, I have this hilarious movie you need to watch and let's, let's watch this movie or, or this, this true crime podcast. And let's see if we can solve who did it before the, the narrator does it and just give them, encourage them. Well, you mentioned the being tired and driving. I know I've done that. And, and Maria will always comment how uh, I'm, I'm a terrible tired driver. And I mean, they've done studies saying that, I mean, someone that's sleep deprived or, or tired is, is worse than a drunk driver at times. And for about a year, my wife and I lived with my mother-in-law uh, in Danbury, Connecticut. I had a 45 minute drive and down 84 to Route 8 North. Uh, and there'd be times I'd get on the highway at exit five. I'd see exit six, seven, eight. And then all of a sudden I was on route eight and I don't know what happened between exit eight and exit 19. And sometimes I, I don't know how I made it. I mean, there were many times where it's like, what just happened here? Did I just take a nap for 10 exits worth of and driving on, on 84? And, and it's one of those things where you, we don't, we don't always look at all three legs. And, and like you said, it, I, I think it's, we have to, as a society, accept that it's okay to rest, that it can't always be gung-ho. I know that's one thing that 
that I'll teach in the gym often that it's okay to rest. It's not always more, 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 rep it out, rep it out, rep it out, burpee till you puke. It's not always that type of workout. And take a take resting in terms of a workout. You need your rest between workouts. So for example, you do your workouts right now, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So we're resting in Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. You also need your rest between sets. You do your your 10 reps, you rest for a minute. You do your 10 reps, you rest for a minute. Um, I talk about how in archery, it's the one sport that game speed is slower. Take your shot, rest for 15 seconds. Take your shot, rest for 15 seconds. It's not pull it back, release, pull it back, release. You need that rest. And the rest, like I said, comes in all different forms. There's the rest within the week, the rest within the day, the rest within the moment. And I think the more we accept that resting is okay and it's not a case of lazy, it's not a case of skipping. Um, and I associate it with music all the time. I mean, I go back to the song we all sang in elementary school, Bingo, and we'd get to that chorus where everyone sang B-I-N-G-O, and then you get around and we'd all clap on the B because it was a placeholder. But it technically should have been B-I-N-G-O, come around, and it was just I-N-G-O. And if you said something there, you'd screw up the song because that was supposed to be a rest. Well, it's the same thing with the other thing. If you're supposed to rest and you do that extra workout, you fatigued yourself more than you should have. If you needed to rest and between between sets and you went too quick you messed something up if you and you take a a a, a steak out of the oven or or, or or a souffle out of the oven it needs to sit on the counter and rest but you go and cut it right away and all the juices flow out of it or the souffle and flattens out because you didn't let it rest and rest is important in so many different aspects and until we accept it ourselves and not worry about what society says, or until society starts to accept and realize that it, it is a real thing. And I think it, it is more now. Uh, and that's one thing that we see all the time, just the, the quote unquote work ethic of the people back in the, in the fifties and sixties. I mean, someone, people had so much more of a work ethic back then. No, I think people are realizing the impact that, and excuse the phrase, the, the balls to the wall and attitude of what we did in the, in the fifties, sixties, and maybe even seventies, isn't necessarily the way to go. And I, I, my father knows I've used his, him as an example where, I mean, he's, he's earned everything he has. He's a, a high ranking and military official that has his pension. Everything is there in line for him, but at the result of four heart attacks. And I mean, if he could go back and say, you know what, maybe I'll rest a little more and, and retire a grade less or a rank less, would he have done that? And I, I think this generation is understanding rest more so. And even a friend of mine who owns a, a business that's worth millions of dollars or part owner, she said that a lot more people will come in now and they will fight for PTO, for vacation time, more than they will fight for the dollar. So just for numbers sakes, back in the day, someone might say, I don't want $40,000. I want $50,000. Now they'll come in and say, no, I'm good with the 40, but I don't want three weeks vacation. I want four weeks vacation. I think we are starting to make that turn where we realize time and rest and all of that is, does have more value than we gave it in the past. And we're going to have better progress when we have the rest. As you were stating, the, the rests during different times, not only the rest during the week, during the day, during the moment, but even during our workout. If you're not taking the rests between your sets, you're not, your next set's not going to be as 
productive. And I, I have seen that and I have had to catch myself. I have woken up late, still gone up to the gym. I'm like, okay, my, instead of having my typical 45 minutes available, I'm, I only have 30 minutes. So I need to rush through a little bit quicker. So I'll do, I'll still do my three sets, you know, of, of eight to 10 reps, but I don't take the minute in between. And by the time I'm hitting my third set, instead of eight, I'm barely struggling to get six because I didn't have that even just brief moment of recovery to be able to take that breath. And my muscles go, oh, okay, let's do this again. And without that, I didn't get as good of a workout. I didn't, I don't feel where I would have benefited as much from it. I don't feel where I got the progress that I, I should have seen because I didn't take the rest that was physically needed at that particular point. And it's the same with our emotions. We've, we've seen it where we're struggling with, you know, work is stressing us out and home is stressing us out and everything is stressing us out. And instead of taking that moment when we get home and put our feet up, grab a book or, you know, your favorite music and just put your earbuds in and just kind of rest mentally for a little bit. The next day, when you get back into work and have that stressful phone call again, or the next meeting, your tolerance for it's going to be so much lower and it's going to continually build that that rest helps in everything, physically, mentally, emotionally, we, we can do more when we take the time off. I like how you mentioned emotions. Um, I, I've mentioned it on the show a few times. I, my first trip in who knows how long, and my wife and I had our honeymoon uh, nearly 21 years ago to Jamaica, about six or seven years ago, we went down to Texas for my cousin's wedding. That's the only time I've been on a plane in, in who knows how long. I can't remember the previous time. Actually, I think it was 94. You know, I was just talking about it with my father. I flew down to Florida to drive my grandmother's car back. And if my father hears this, he will chime in saying that I slept most of the time. All right. I was 19 years old. I was a teenager. I did sleep most of the ride back. Anyways, I don't travel much. I was in a job for nearly 25 years. That was extremely restrictive with PTO on paper. I had three weeks vacation, but when it came down to it, I had one guaranteed week with my family. And I finally left the shop. And the first trip I made was out to see you in September. And I was excited to to see you, to see the, the landscape and, and the red rock and go hiking. And the other part was just because I can. And as soon as I got to your place, I went out to that picnic table, looked across the street, and it was my first like close-up view where I was just standing outside, taking it all in and seeing the mountains. I mean, we, we saw the dr drive from Salt Lake and I got to witness it in the car. But to finally sit there and go onto my Instagram page and, and put something on my, my personal coaching page, and I was literally in tears putting it down and, 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 and typing what, what I was feeling at that time, which really says how much we need to rest emotionally and psychologically on top of the physical rest, that that hit me so hard. I mean, it, it kind of surprised me how much it hit me that I was finally there and not so much that I was there, but that I was away from everything I was dealing with up here. And there's nothing wrong with taking that that emotional or, or psychological rest as well. It doesn't always have to be because your body is tired. Sometimes we do just need a break. Um, I actually went to go visit a friend the other day and I was going to go, she was having a rough day and I was going to go visit her 
um, at work on Tuesday, I think it was, and um, she's a bartender and I sent her a message and I said, Hey, you're, you're in at noon. Right. And she wrote back, hey, I actually took a mental health day today. And my reply to her was, I'm proud of you. And, and I say that to people all the time because we struggle to and admit for lack of a better term, that we need a mental break, that we need an emotional break, because for some reason, there's that stigmatism of something is wrong with you if you take a break just for mental and emotional reasons. And it is something that individually, we all need to accept it and forget what society says, forget what your boss says, forget what, I mean, I know we need to pay our bills. So let's not say we're getting rid of our responsibilities. I understand that. But at the same time, what are you more responsible for, your health or for that product that your company is making or for that paperwork your company needs you to do? And your first responsibility is your own health. And it, it's been proven. They've shown that companies that pay for gym memberships for their employees, and of course, the employee needs to use the gym membership. For those employees that use gym memberships, they keep their health up I mean, physically, mentally, and emotionally. But And in this case, on the physical side, what it costs for the company to pay for your membership. So let's take Planet Fitness. They're all over the country. It costs $10 a month. And let's not go into the extra fee here and there, but it costs $10 a month. So it costs your company $110 for you to have a membership for the year. They will more than make that up for the reduced amount of sick days that you call in where they lose production. You call in one time and the company is going to lose more than $100 worth of production. So when they, when they do that and you take one less sick day a year, it's more than paid for itself. And it's been proven time and time again. I mean, so that shows how much taking care of your health, resting and taking that mental health day, that, that psychological health day, that emotional health day is beneficial across the board for yourself and for the companies you work for. Well, even yes, with the, the sick days and you're doing your workouts, so you are keeping yourself up and more than likely being healthier along those lines. But even the mental health days, we still need to have those, those rest mental health days. We may not be calling in sick, but even if we are sitting at our desk or doing whatever, and our mind is elsewhere because we are having a stressful situation in our families or in some aspect that is draining us both mentally and emotionally, our, our production, our, our, quality of work is not going to be what it what it could be and what it has been but if we have that opportunity and we can take that day of okay i just need to take this day i need to you know take the break take the rest get this out of get this out of me and i'll be back you're going to be back clearer you're going to be back more productive more focused on the task at hand instead of distracted with everything Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, it's the, the rest is definitely in, important uh, and across the board. And I, I mean, I wish across, like I said, ac across the company or across the society that companies would recognize it, that we as individuals will recognize it. It, it would definitely help everyone. Um, like I said, for your own personal health, for pro production within companies, I was trying to look it up. I know there's a company and I want to say, it's REI, but I'm not positive about it. There, there is a company that does a one month shutdown, I believe every seven years. So every seven years, this company literally shuts its, its offices down for 30 days for you to do whatever you want to do paid. Mm 
So you could, you could join this company now and their seven year shutdown is coming up next month. So you're there for a month and here you are, here's a paid month. You go do what you want to do. You go and enjoy the outdoors, go backpacking, go this, or you could join it. I mean, the month after, and you're, you got to wait seven years for it to happen. Um, I wanted to say it's REI, but I'm not positive about it. And obviously most companies can't do something that big. Um, I know that was an issue with the company I worked for where we did a company shutdown for the week of July 4th, which as appealing as that sounds, I was not guaranteed to have that week off with my wife or with my family. So it, it took the value away from it. And I know we talk, talk about the value of the rest. So, I mean, let's take example, you, you take the day off from your workout, but then you still go and scrub the floors and, and do all the planting and you're on your knees doing the, the garden and, and stuff like that. You, you didn't truly rest. And that didn't give you the, the recharge we want. I mean, we all take our phones every night and we plug them in to make sure they're ready to go the next day, but we don't do that to ourselves nearly enough. And me taking that trip out to see you in Utah is how I do that. Me going, I'm watching the weather and it looks like this weekend uh, or a week from now, Friday into Saturday, we're going to have 45 degree overnight lows. There's a good chance I'm grabbing my pack and my sleeping bag and going to sleep in the woods for the night because I, I love it so much. Uh, I do need to kick some leaves while I'm out there. You better uh, kick some leaves, extra leaves. Yeah, because you don't have any leaves. I don't have any leaves. You, you got to kick them for me. And so, but those are, those are the, those, the little things. I mean, kicking the leaves is something simple that I, I don't think of how much value that has because like I said, you don't have the leaves. And so you, you notice it and just to go and set up my hammock, lay there, look into the sky, no man-made sounds. It, it's extremely restful for me mentally, emotionally. And then obviously physically, yes, I worked to hike there. I do a two mile hike to get to some of my favorite sites. So yeah, there's some physical activity to get me there, but it is so refreshing, relaxing. And again, not all rest is physical. Sometimes it is and psychological and, and emotional. And so but we also have to take into consideration with the rest, as you said at the beginning of, of this particular episode, is the difference between rest and being lazy or skipping. There is a huge difference. And I know that it can easily fall into a pattern of, okay, well, I rested today. Um, so I'll do a workout and then I'll rest two more days. And then those two days turn into three days or then it's not necessarily a, a lazy aspect, but more along the lines of not staying dedicated. We need to stay dedicated to what our goals are physically, mentally, emotionally with work, with home, with, with our workouts. But we also have to stay dedicated to our, our rest schedule and not allowing ourselves to fall into a routine of resting and trying to justify it where it's not rightfully justifiable. I, I definitely agree with all that. I mean, what would be, and to start closing this, what would be your advice that you would give to people to, to be able to accept that they needed the rest to, to have that and, going with my Northeast climate to have that nice I mean, 70 degree day coming out of the winter, coming out to the, to the I mean, frigid temperatures. And we get that first I and mean, 75 and sunny day in April where we should rake up all those brown leaves in the corners and, and start our garden. And we just decide, you know what, 
I'm going to put my feet up and get the barbecue going and, and play some horseshoes with some buddies instead of doing the work. What would we need to do to accept that it's a restful day and I didn't skip out on the work. I wasn't lazy because I didn't do seven loads of laundry that it is rest and we need it physically, mentally, and emotionally. It is rest and it is also preparing ourselves. When we go on any type of vacation, we prepare for that vacation. We pack, we, we make the list, we make sure that we have everything we need, uh, clothes, uh, hygiene products, medications, make sure that we have everything as we are walking out the door so that our trip and our vacation is good. When we are going to work, we prepare ourselves to make sure that we are, are ready. We, we get dressed, we have our breakfast, we have our coffee, we have whatever it is that we do so that we are ready for that. When we do our workouts, we do our stretches, we, we warm up, we do everything like that. A rest on those particular weekends, your ideal 70, 75, and you just want to throw the frisbee, frisbee around, do some horseshoes, throw in the barbecue and not pay attention to the garden or, well, I would pay attention to the leaves in the corner. I would go jump in them. But, you know, you, you're not going to be paying attention to that because you are, you are preparing yourself and you are readying your, your mind and your body for that work, for that project that's going to be coming up. It, it, it's not skipping it. It's not delaying it. It's readying yourself for it. Well, I, I kind of use that and just to, to pretty much close it off. Um, when I talk archery and when we're doing a tournament and all of a sudden you have a bad shot and you are officially mathematically out of being on the podium with 15 arrows to go, you could think, geez, it's a waste now. Let me just fling my arrows or let me pack up my bow, whatever. Every arrow counts. So while those 15 arrows don't necessarily count towards your potential win in this tournament, you are now preparing for the next one. And like you said, everything we do, is preparation. And if we take today, this sunny Saturday to rest, it's preparing us. So our, our production at work can be that much better throughout the week or next weekend, we'll be prepared to, to do the activity or, or the project that needs to be done. Exactly. It's not, it's not, we, we, and by we, I mean, me specifically have a tendency to want to prove ourselves to others, want to show that we are as qualified or as talented or as dedicated or physically capable as someone believes us to be. Whereas that's not, that's not what we need to do. We don't need to prove ourselves to anyone but ourselves and preparing ourselves to be able to do what we know we can do and do it the best way we can that preparation is is essential yeah i mean definitely the the, the comparing ourselves to other proving ourselves to others and is a tough thing and we had an example with, with you a while back where you were frustrated one weekend and excited the other weekend i mean take a runner for example and just for number's sake, you run an eight minute mile, the guy next to you ran an eight fifteen, and you're proud of yourself. The next week you run an eight minute mile, but the guy runs seven forty five, and you're beating yourself up. Nothing about you changed yet. You're comparing yourself to the other two and you feel different about yourself based on what they did. Yet you did the same thing. And, and I think 
again, as we go in and accepting and the rest across the board, not worried about what society does. And then as a whole, as society accepts that rest physically, mentally, and emotionally is acceptable. Uh, I think overall, everyone is going to, going to do much better once we get there. I agree completely. So, guys, thanks for listening this week. And Jen, thanks for filling in for Shruti this week. And we'll see you next week. Shift Mindset Podcast is for entertainment purposes only. While the suggestions, strategies, and practices we have given have been proven successful for our personal use as well as clients we have worked with, these recommendations should not supersede instructions given by any licensed professionals, including but not limited to your primary care physician and mental health professionals. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today for the PowerShift Mindset Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to like and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at The PowerShift Mindset and also visit thepowershiftmindset.com. Thanks again for listening to The PowerShift Mindset.